This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning with a mostly cloudy sky. It's 32 degrees at the KVOM studios. Today is Tuesday. It's the 24th of January, 2023. Rich Mulders with your KVOM Morning News Watch. And we'll be under a winter weather advisory beginning at noon today and lasting through tomorrow morning at 6. For our part of the state, snow accumulations of 1 to 3 inches are possible with locally higher amounts possible in the higher terrain. And you're advised to plan for hazardous travel conditions and possible power outages. Now we've got a slight chance of showers this morning, but that rain chance increases to 90% starting at noon and for the rest of the day. It'll be breezy with winds out of the east as high as 30 miles an hour, our high only in the low 40s. Tonight, rain showers, snow, and sleep before midnight. Then we'll have some rain and snow mixed for a little while after midnight, turning to only snow after 1 a.m., and possibly some heavy snow at times. May even hear a little thunder out there. It'll be windy, wind gusts as high as 35 miles an hour, and our low down to 34. The snow and sleet accumulation should be less than a half of an inch. On Wednesday, mostly cloudy skies will have a high of 42 with gusty winds. Wednesday night, clouds, a low of 28 with a wind chill as low as 20. And Thursday, sunshine, windy, and a high of 42. Another round of precipitation possible over the weekend, Saturday night, but our low 40, so we're just expecting rainfall then. Right now, mostly cloudy, and again, we'll be under a winter weather advisory starting at noon today. Temperature 32 at the KVOM studios. Let's congratulate our employee of the day, Glenn Atkinson, at the Conway County Center for Exceptional Children. Obituaries this morning. Herman Francis Bachel, age 93, of Spring, Texas, died on Wednesday, January 18th. Funeral Mass will be this morning at 10 at Sacred Heart Catholic Church with Father Jack Harris officiating. Burial will be at Sacred Heart Cemetery by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. The rosary will be this morning at 9 prior to Mass at Sacred Heart Catholic Church. Glinda Shin Gottsponer, age 81, of Moralton, died on Thursday, January 19th. The family will receive visitors at the Harris Funeral Home tonight from 5 until 7. There will be a private burial at a later date. In lieu of flowers, memorials may be made to Sacred Heart Church, Brookridge Cove of Moralton, or Bible Study Fellowship. Rena Loretta Patterson, age 79, of Moralton, died on Friday, January 20th. Funeral service will be Saturday, January 28th, 10 a.m., officiated by Steve Campbell. Arrangements are by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Burial will be at Elmwood Cemetery. Visitation will be at Harris Funeral Home, Friday, January 27th, from 6 to 8 p.m. Lee Allen Strickland, age 85, died on Saturday, January 21st. Public viewing hours will be Friday, January 27th from 2 to 7 p.m. Funeral service will be Saturday, January 28th at 11 a.m. at Moralton High School Devil Dog Arena. Arrangements are by Vance Wilson Jarrett Funeral Home of Moralton. Elizabeth Athleen Wade, age 97, of Russellville, died on Sunday, January 22nd. She was a member of the 5th and Greenwich Church of Christ. In her early years, she was employed by the Southwestern Bell Telephone Company as a switchboard operator. She also worked for many years in retail for Jack and Jill and the Fashion House. Survivors include two sons, Mike Wade of Searcy and Tony Wade of Russellville, seven grandchildren, and 16 great-grandchildren. 
A private service for Elizabeth Athlean Wade will be held Saturday, January 28th. Burial will be at Oakland Cemetery in Russellville by Limley Funeral Service of Atkins. Memorials may be made to Lads to Leaders Incorporated in Montgomery, Alabama. 735, cloudy, 32 at the KVOM Studios. Today's high, 42. It'll feel cooler with a breezy wind out of the east, gusting as high as 30 miles an hour. This afternoon, rain in the forecast, and we'll be under a winter weather advisory through 6 o'clock tomorrow morning as we're expecting some heavy snow overnight. KVOM's Morning News Watch continues in just a moment. Your financial situation is unique to you. That's why you deserve a bank that helps you get what you want. Hi, I'm J.B. Mouse, Vice President with Petty Jean State Bank. Need to borrow money? Instead of red tape and a one-size-fits-all lending decision model, you'll work with a decision maker who will be there every step of the way. Let us partner with you and help you achieve your goals. When you come to Petty Jean State Bank for a loan, you'll feel welcome, comfortable, and appreciated. Welcome home to hometown banking. Patty Jean State Bank. Right in town and always in touch. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch at 737. We have clouds and 32 degrees at the KVOM studios. The Conway Police Department has made an arrest in connection to the double homicide that occurred in the 1800 block of Lucille Street on Saturday. The department announced Monday that 19-year-old Deshaun Jordan Jones was taken into custody for two counts of capital murder. Detectives say they're still gathering more details regarding this incident. If anyone has any additional information, you're asked to contact the department's Criminal Investigations Division at 501-450-6130. Planning for the 2024 eclipse continues in the city of Moralton. Stephanie Lipsmeyer with the Moralton Area Chamber of Commerce says... The local Eclipse Committee and its different groups have been hard at work preparing for what will be a -a once-in-a-lifetime event for this area on April 8, 2024. To get people excited about the big day, Lipsmeyer says a year-out kickoff event is being planned. This is going to take place on Thursday, April the 6th at 11 o'clock. We will have more details about that to come, but we want to get Moralton prepared. We want to uh, make everybody aware about the 2024 eclipse because it will be a big deal for our town, for our state, and lots of people coming in to see this. For more information about the eclipse, you can visit the website eclipse2024.org. The South Conway County School District has been awarded a grant for a new firefighting program. The Archford Education Service Cooperative announced recipients of its 2023-24 Career and Technical Education Startup Grants, and the South Conway County School District was awarded nearly $52,000 for a firefighting program. The district says it's excited to offer this program at Moralton High School for students aspiring to be firefighters or emergency personnel. Seventeen contestants will be competing for the title of 2023 Air Queen at Moralton High School's annual Air Pageant this Saturday in the H.B. White Auditorium. This is the 57th year for the pageant, which is a fundraiser for the school's yearbook known as the Air. Saturday's activities begin with contestant interviews in the morning, and AIR sponsor Gene Rose tells KVOM the pageant will start at 6 p.m. Spectators can expect to get some good talent from the contestants and then see some beautiful evening wear. It is going to last 
probably about two to two and a half hours. Our MC this year is Miss Tiffany Brown. She's um, a former Air Queen, and she is a teacher at the junior high school. And we will be also seeing some special talent from our Air Queen last year, Cambry Wimborn. Rose explains the contestants are competing for the title of MHS Air Queen, along with over $1,500 in scholarships and other prizes. The Air Queen is going to get a $1,000 scholarship from UACCM. The first runner-up will get a $500 scholarship from UACCM. And we also have other supporters, um, businesses um, around town. We have uh, some support from Reckley Furniture, Beijing State Bank, Merle Norman, um, Ortega's. Colton's, and several other businesses as well. The evening portion of the pageant is open to the public. Admission is $10 for adults and $5 for students. An Arkansas man who propped his feet up on a desk in then-House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's office during the U.S. Capitol riot has been convicted of joining a mob's attack on the building two years ago. A jury Monday unanimously convicted Richard Barnett of Gravit on all eight counts in his indictment, including felony charges of civil disorder, and obstruction of an official proceeding. Barnett told reporters he intends to appeal his conviction, calling it an injustice. A Conway man accused of attacking a police officer during the riot has a plea hearing set for February 16th. Peter Francis Steger is accused of using a flagpole to beat a police officer who was face down on the steps of the Capitol. Two other Arkansans who were charged with misdemeanors have pleaded guilty in agreements with federal prosecutors. Robert Thomas Snow of Heber Springs pleaded guilty to a charge for, quote, parading, demonstrating, or picketing in the Capitol building, unquote. He was sentenced to probation and community service. John Thomas Mott of Yellville pleaded guilty to the same charge as Snow. His sentencing is set for March the 8th. Coming up on 742, let's check markets. Here's Samantha Cassidy of Edward Jones in downtown Moralton. On Wall Street, after finishing modestly lower last week, equities got off to an encouraging start with U.S. stocks finishing notably higher on Monday. International markets followed suit with small gains in European and Asian markets. Meanwhile, the underlying leadership came from technology, communication services, and consumer discretionary sectors, reflecting a positive cyclical tone behind today's gains. Interest rates ticked higher as well, with the 10-year Treasury yield moving just above 3.5%. The Dow closed at 33,629, up 254 points. NASDAQ closed at 11,364, up 223 points. Volume was heavy as 858 million shares traded hands on the big board. Taking a closer look at our, uh, stocks of interest to Arkansans, AT&T was down 13 cents at $19.10. Bank of America was up $0.47 cents at $34.32. Deere & Company was down $1.26 at $409.34. Energy Corporation was down $0.69 cents at $106.75. Under Armour was up $0.25 cents at $10.58. Simmons Bank was up $0.13 cents at $23 even. Regions Financial was up $0.27 cents at $22.96. Southwestern Energy was up $0.12 cents at $5.91. Tyson Foods was up $1.45 at $66.15. Walmart was up $2.10 at $142.64. Live Ramp was up $0.37 cents at $25.36. 
and our public group was up 26 cents at $36.51. Nextair Energy was up 85 cents at $82.76. Natural Gas was up 27 cents at $3.45. Precious Metals were mixed. Gold was up $4.10 at $1,932.30. Silver was down 39 cents at $23.55. I am Samantha Cassidy with Edward Jones, Doug Cahill's office, North Moose Street in downtown Marlton. On our community calendar, RVAC will issue quarterly USDA commodities to all qualifying Perry County residents today from 9 to 11 a.m. in the parking lot of the Diane Wilson Senior Activity Center in Perryville. Commodities for qualifying Conway County residents will be issued this afternoon from 1 to 3 at the Conway County Fairgrounds in Moralton. Participants need to bring their driver's license and know their household income amount. The distribution will be a drive-through service, and you'll not need to get out of your vehicle in order to get the commodities. The GFWC Adelaide Club of Moralton will hold its annual Sweetheart Dinner and Dance Saturday, February 4th at the Knights of Columbus Hall in Moralton. Doors open at 6. Dinner will be served at 6.30. The band JM Tunes will start playing at 7.30. There will also be a silent auction. Tickets are $35 a person. Those can be purchased from any member or by calling 501-208-1004. The deadline to purchase tickets is Wednesday. The Atkins School Board will meet in a called session Wednesday at 4 in the district's multipurpose board building. The Moralton Knights of Columbus 4th Degree Assembly will meet Thursday at 6 at the Hall on North Cedar Street in Moralton. The Moralton Kiwanis Club will hold its annual All-You-Can-Eat Pancake Breakfast Saturday from 7 to 11 a.m. at Sacred Heart School Cafeteria. Advanced tickets are $5 for adults, $3 for children 4 to 12. At the door, they're a dollar more. Kids 3 and under do get to eat free. Takeouts are available. Advanced tickets can be purchased from any Kiwanian. Princesses will also be available for pictures with the kids from 9 to 11. Registration for the Moralton Parks and Recreation's new Adult Dodgeball League continues through February 3rd. That league is open to men and women 16 and up. Costs $150 per team. Games will be played Thursday nights beginning February 16th. And Moralton Parks and Recreation's registration for youth baseball and softball season is open through March the 3rd. Softball is open to girls in the 6 and under to 14 and under divisions. Baseball is open to boys from T-ball through 15 and under senior divisions. Registration is $65 for one child and $55 for each additional sibling. If you need more information about dodgeball or baseball and softball, you can drop by the Moralton Community Center on Harding Street or call 501-354-4122. As always, we appreciate you listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, but we know that it's not always possible to hear it as it airs. That's why we make this content available on KVOM's podcast channel. You can subscribe for free wherever you listen to podcasts or just listen on our website, kvom.com or our free mobile app. The KVOM Newswatch podcast is published weekdays and brought to you by Petty Jean State Bank. 747, it's cloudy and 32 at the KVOM studios. Coming up on our close-up segment, we visit with Conway County Judge Jimmy Hart. Eric Tyler's up next with sports and weather as KVOM's Morning Newswatch continues.
When you need to borrow money to invest in your business, you deserve to get your loan done quickly and with personal service. Hi, I'm Kyle Halbrook, Vice President with Petty Jean State Bank. Personal service is our priority. When you call us for your commercial lending needs, a local banker will answer the phone and we will know your name. We will work with you to tailor a loan to fit your budget. When you come to Petty Jean State Bank for a loan, you will feel welcomed, comfortable, and appreciated. Welcome home to hometown banking. Patty Jean State Bank. Right in town and always in touch. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. Hey, Fields Newswire with Sports. I'm Eric Tyler. Junior Mason Dold scored 21 points, leads Sacred Hearts senior boys basketball team to an 81 53 victory over Maumel Carter. Non conference action last night in Marlton. Senior Jack Poole followed with 19 points, and senior Avery Petgill had 18 for the Knights, who won their second straight game and improved their record 8 14. In the senior girls' game, Sacred Heart placed three players in double figures in a 54-28 win. Junior Emily Shipp and senior Emma Dold scored 13 points apiece, and sophomore Ayla Holzman had 10 for the Lady Knights, who improved to 14-7 on the season. Sacred Heart won the junior boys' game 45-38, behind 26 points from Xander Osborne. And in the junior girls' game, Sacred Heart got 18 points from Maddie Rollman and 14 from Cambry Cooper in a 43-28 victory. Sacred Heart returns to action Wednesday to make up senior high conference games at Scranton. The second matchup this season between Conway County Rivals, Wonderview, and Nemo Vista takes place tonight in Wonderview. And there's a lot on the line, especially in the senior girls game. The Lady Daredevils and Lady Redhawks are part of a three-way time with Sacred Heart for first place in the 184 conference. In the boys game, Wonderview can clinch at least a share of the conference championship with the win. The action from one of you starts with a junior boys game at 5 p.m. followed by senior girls and senior boys. And we'll have the broadcast of those two senior high games for you live here on KVOM FM 101.7 online at KVOM.com and on the KVOM app starting around 6 o'clock. Marlton's senior boys continue there for a four-conference schedule today with a game at Subiaco Academy. Now due to the inclement weather forecast for tonight, that game has been moved up. It'll be a 4 o'clock start Varsity boys only, no JV game, uh, 4 o'clock for the Varsity boys at Subiaco. There's no change this week in Class 4A girls in the Arkansas Sports Media High School basketball poll. In the rankings released Monday, Marlton remains at number 3 in the state. Farmington's ranked number 1 with Nashville at number 2. Star City's ranked 4, Southside Batesville at number 5. In Class 1A girls, one of you is up one spot to number 4 this week. Top 3 teams are unchanged with Mammoth Spring at number 1, followed by Norfolk and Kirby. Bradley's ranked 5th in Class 1A. Nemo Vista got 10 votes to rank number 7 this week. In Class 2A, girls, Bigelow's up one spot to number 4. Mount Vernon Nola's ranked number 1, followed by Conway, Christian, and Quitman, with Hector at number 5 this week. In the boys' rankings, there's no change in Class 1A. One of you still ranked 5th behind County Line, Mark Tree, the new school, and Nevada. In Class 2A, boys, Bigelow received 12 votes to rank 7th this week. The Arkansas men's basketball team seeks revenge against LSU and the Razorbacks and Tigers tingle at Bud Walton Arena tonight. The LSU beat the Hogs 60-57 to in the Southeastern Conference opener in Baton Rouge on December 28th. Tonight's game tips off at 6 p.m. from Fayetteville. And weather now on this Tuesday. And we've got humidity right now at 100%. With northeast winds at 8 miles per hour. Bear market pressure 30.2 inches. Low temperature this morning. 28 degrees high yesterday was 55. A year ago today, the low was 24. The high was 64. And during the last 24 hours at KVOM, total for the year 2.41 inches. Our sunset this evening is at 5.30. Sunrise tomorrow morning at 7.15.
And we do have winter weather advisory that will go into effect at noon today and continue, continue until 6 a.m. Tomorrow we'll have just a slight chance of rain this morning, but 90% chance by the afternoon with breezy conditions and gusting around 30 miles per hour, a high near 42. And then we'll have uh, rain, snow, sleet mixed tonight and uh, probably in the overnight hours it looks like an all-snow event for at least some time. Uh, not a whole lot of accumulation expected here compared to areas to the north and west, but uh, could have a uh, little bit with that winter weather advisory those areas uh, up to two to three inches possibly of accumulation so we'll just see uh, overnight low temperature around 34 degrees expected and should be gone by uh, Wednesday morning but certainly could have some hazardous uh, driving conditions uh, in the morning as we will have mostly cloudy skies though high near 42 for Wednesday and then sunny the high near 42 degrees on Thursday. Right now we do have some clouds 33 degrees in Norrlton at 753 on KVOM. Newswatch continues in just a moment. Are you ready to make some home improvements? Is it time to buy your child's first vehicle? Hi, I'm Teresa Brown, Assistant Vice President at Petty Jean State Bank in Moralton. Let us help you get a loan to fit your needs. We'll meet with you face-to-face and personalize your loan to fit your budget. Best of all, you'll work with a local decision maker who will help you with the whole process. Because when you come to Petty Jean State Bank for a loan, you'll feel welcomed, comfortable, and appreciated. Welcome home to hometown banking. Patty Jean State Bank. Right in town and always in touch. NMLS number 1590686. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. It is 7.56 now on KVM on our close-up interview this morning. We're going in the studio by Common County Judge Jimmy Hart. Good morning. How are you today? Eric, I'm doing all right. How are you? Doing well. Doing well today. We'll see how, how it goes tonight. <laughs> the rest we'll of the day progresses. Yep, for sure. Um, but, uh, yeah, expecting uh Potential for some winter weather this evening. And, yes. Uh, what's the county's uh, uh, plan as far as roads? At well, least? as they say, it's one of those uh, wait-and-see things. Obviously, as I tell folks, if you get any icing at all, that's not anything that we have a lot of resources to do anything with. Uh, what you always hope for, I, I hate to say this, but I'd rather have three or four inches of snow as I had a tenth of an inch of ice. Oh, with yeah. the ice, it pretty much paralyzes everything and everybody as far as being able to get around in a safe fashion. But, uh, you know, and, of course, this morning they're talking about, well, they don't. I don't think they really know when it's going to get in here. But, uh, you know, the Ozarks sometimes have been our friend. It seemed like it'll hit northwest Arkansas, and you think, well, it's coming, it's coming, and it has a hard time climbing through the Ozarks. Yeah. And, Sometimes that benefits us, and it just I guess it's going to be one of those wait-and-see deals. I think it's the way it sounds, we're definitely going to get some rain, and I think the, the biggest question is how fast the cold air is going to catch up with the rain and maybe do something else. Yep, yeah, we will we will see, but uh, like we'll see uh, most areas probably at least see a little bit of snow and yep. some areas north and the higher elevations yep. probably more than more than the rest of us. So. Right. But we'll, uh, we will see how that goes tonight. I uh, did have, of course, uh, meeting last night corporate yes, court meeting sure uh, first one of the new year and the main thing i guess had the the cleanup ordinance uh, as i always call it i know it's not proper but i call it the cat housekeeping ordinance because yep. basically you know everybody's got a budget every year just like we've got in 2023 and uh uh good luck to the person that can say i don't have to change a thing because yep. we, it's pretty intimidating when you look at it but it's really not all that uh, <laughs> we had some uh 
some of these what it was we had one appropriation that we had to do for circuit court division three because we've got some full-time juvenile probation officers that work for court division three and we had appropriate about six uh, right at seven thousand dollars for those those folks and got them took care of and the rest of this whole thing was really transferring money uh, you can go. You can have line items that go into red, but at the end of the year, they've all got to come back into the black. As long as the category doesn't go into red, you've not got a problem. And uh, our county treasurer last night took a little bit of time. We've got four new quorum court members and kind of went and handed out the budget book for the year, which I'm always very appreciative of. Wayne does a good job with that and uh, uh, kind of explained to them where we're at, what we've done. And uh, as like I said, pretty intimidating, but some of these things on uh, – we transferred a nickel from salvage part-time to other county expense, a nickel, a dime, and some of them's more than that. Some of them's, you know, $4,000 on, let's say, circuit clerk. And But like I said, in the gist of everything, you're you're moving it around to get it into black, but technically speaking, you're not adding to your – you're not appropriating yeah. additional money except for the one item we dealt with, you know, last night. Yeah. Uh, balancing the books. Balancing the yeah. books is uh, – that's it's, it's an accounting – it's accounting function and uh, – we sometimes we do that more than one time, but always but we normally always have in January. We'll take and balance out the books for uh, 2022. Uh, I would say this: I was at a hospital meeting yesterday, and I hope Bubba Arnold's listening because the question that I was asked of: What did the quarter cent sales tax raise for? We've got our fire departments, our hospital, and our community college. Well, without a shadow of a doubt, I can tell you this morning because he handed out last night for 2022. Quarter cent collected eight hundred and fifty-three thousand five hundred and forty-two dollars and eleven cents. Okay, and that was up a little bit from up a little bit. Uh, you know, for the year when we look at our five-year comparison that Wayne gives us, county sales tax monthly report, uh, we actually from twenty twenty-one we were up about eleven thousand, just a touch over eleven thousand dollars for the entire year. So that's always a good sign. Better to be up a little than down a little. Oh yeah. Which for means sure. things are still moving at a pretty pretty good pace and uh, we're just looking forward to the next year. Uh, we started our year out, you know, we always end with our ending balance 22. Pretty much tells you what your starting balance is of 23 and uh, county general's in pretty good shape, about a million, million four seventy-six. Uh, county roads got about a million three forty-six. Uh, Everybody seems to be in, in financially in really good shape. Good. That's good to hear. So and that'll uh, certainly certainly be beneficial as we move through 2023 for sure. Anything else this morning, Jerry? Well, uh, not that I can actually think of. I just want to tell everybody to watch the weather and stay tuned. And, uh, you know, uh, I say this. Uh, we see a lot of efforts. We see a lot of money spent on, on the situation, well, the road situation. But, uh uh, sometimes we can help a whole lot, and sometimes, uh, like I said, depending on what Mother Nature drops on top of us, there's not a lot you can do except mm-hmm. pray for above 32 degrees and some sunshine. Yep, absolutely. All right, County Judge Jimmy Hart joining us this morning. Thank you so much. Thank you, sir. You've been listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition.